At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Listen, you got to keep trying to learn as a batter. What's your strengths? How do you emphasize those? What's your weaknesses? How do you either compensate or avoid? Compensate means account for, figure a way to handicap better in that area, find an expert that can help, etc. Or avoid is in, hey, I'm not good at NFL totals. I'm not going to play NFL to- totals. I'm going to avoid them. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We got an action-packed hour on Monday for you, Monday Night Football, and I've got a best bet on that game. That's at the end of the hour. We'll be doing a full preview. Also, the NFC East. Wow. Cowboys now favored. We'll be breaking that down. The Bears emerging for real. Also, every NFL game will give you the one takeaway Vegas is valuing the most. Also in the colleges, Bama, surprisingly close game. What does it mean? Joined in studio by the pros who know. Brad Powers, he's got all the college knowledge. Steve Fezzik, NFL expert. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have the pros without the Joes. He's my favorite. 
Jonas Knox, voice of the fans. Always good to be here on a football Monday, RJ, as we come to you live here on Straight Out of Vegas from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So we will start in the NFL, and we are going to start with a wild set of circumstances that took place in the NFC East. You had a gruesome leg injury of Alex Smith and the Redskins lose, the division leaders. You had the New York Giants winning their second game in a row for the first time all year and their first home win of the year. You had the Dallas Cowboys getting a win at Atlanta, and you had the Philadelphia Eagles getting blown out at the Super Bowl, three interceptions for Carson Wentz as they get hammered by the Saints. So, RJ, what does Vegas think in the aftermath of a wild and crazy weekend in the NFC East? Well, the first thing we can do is reference the odds. The market tells us, Ultimately, what Vegas thinks, Vegas guys like Brad and Fez can disagree, and that's how bets are made. But we start with the market. Cowboys now a minus money favorite to win the NFC East. You've got to bet 110 to win 100 on the Cowboys, implying about 50% because the VIG, you take out the VIG on these kind of bets, about 50% Cowboys. Then, plus 250 on the Eagles. They looked horrible. Brad, Ugh. you had the Eagles. I did. I tried to talk you off. <laughs> you did. Mm. At, what at point, least I didn't bet you. At what, yeah, well, <laughs> at what, see, you, you see, guys, is Brad probably bet, I don't know, five times as much as we would have bet here with yep. the green button. But he, it's one thing to hand it over to the faceless bookie but it's another to hand it across the wise guy roundtable here. Not fun, I can tell you. At what point of that game did you get worried? <laughs> Kickoff? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> My goodness. The Redskins plus 275. So it's Dallas minus money favorite. Philadelphia plus 250. Redskins plus 275. So that means 100 wins you 275. And then at 33 to 1, the Giants. Last week, 200 to 1. So if you got a Giants ticket, I'd, would you take a 200 to 1 right now, Fez? Oh, you know, I would love a 200 to 1. <laughs> Just in general. All right. Alex Smith, how much do we downgrade the Redskins with Colt McCoy? Two and a half point downgrade having to go with McCoy. It was higher to begin the year. So less than a field goal. Less than a field goal because Alex Smith, frankly, isn't having a very good year. So that makes me think I want the skins. Because if you're telling me everyone's reacting to the Alex Smith injury and you're saying that injury is less than a field goal, then that tells me, when Nick Foles went down, or I'm sorry, flip that. When Wentz went down last year, replaced by Nick Foles for the Eagles, the adjustment was four points initially. So you're saying that adjustment in the team with Foles won the Super Bowl, obviously a very talented team, the Eagles last year. Now you're saying, though, an adjustment with the quarterback, Alex Smith being out, which is significantly less than that adjustment from Wentz to Foles. Why not think there's value? Because remember, last week at this time, like literally a week ago, Washington was a minus money favorite to win the East. Now I get a couple of things have happened. The loss happened, which affects the standings. Dallas won, affecting the standings. Also, the loss of Alex Smith, the injury, 
Still, though, if it's less than a field goal and we're getting almost three to one, why not like the skins? Because the cluster injuries on the offense, that O-line is so decimated for Washington that, frankly, I had them being overrated at 6-3. and three. They're only my number 24 team, RJ, going into the week, and that's with Alex Smith. They're just not good enough to win the division. But what what I mean is it possible that seven and nine wins this division? It's possible, unlikely. And right possible. now, Washington has how many wins? Six wins. So can they win one game? They, I think Dallas is going to win eight, and they've got an outside. They've got a, a shot at nine. Well, but but we're getting three to one. You know, let's come back to this this week because obviously these odds aren't necessarily going to drastically change. I want to, in fact, I'm giving you, Fezzik, a homework assignment. I want you to break down the line injuries for the skins and let me know when these players are due back. Because that's enough. I mean, we can say right now this team, this skins team, isn't a great bet. But who's to say? And again, I don't have that memorized. When's these guys coming back? Yeah, right. and, I'll, and I'll go through all that, but there's a key game we got to mention on Thanksgiving coming up. Dallas plays Washington Thursday. That's critical in terms of who's going to win and the division. And where's that game at? The game is at Dallas, and Dallas is laying seven and a half. Okay, so that's interesting. But let's look at the line injury for this week, obviously, for the skins and moving forward. And also, let's look at the schedule, meaning how tough, because when you ha- you're down to what, six games? Yeah. Right, we're 10 games in. Oftentimes, if you play the Rams twice, it's very different than if you if you play a bad team twice. Let's look at the schedule and say, is there value on the skins? Because I think there may be at three to one. Next up on Straight Out of Vegas, we go to Sunday Night Football, where the Bears beat the Vikings twenty-five to twenty. The betting line on pregame.com closed at two and a half. So, RJ, what does Vegas make of the now seven and three Chicago Bears? They're for real. And a lot of, and this is an example, and it happens all the time where Vegas was behind the curve. We've been, Fez, skeptics of the Bears. The line, the spread, the market has been skeptical of the Bears. Why? Because Minnesota, the line was less than three, and, and the Bears were at home. That means the market said Minnesota is the better team. Today, we think differently, right? Not by that much, but at minimum, the Bears in Minnesota are even. I think the Bears are slightly better right now. What would you say? Yeah, I agree. I went ahead and upgraded the Bears by that performance. Hey, it looked like a really close game, and the, and the stats looked dead even. But the bottom line is, for most of the game, the Bears, especially their defense, dominated that game. I agree. And there were some late scores for Minnesota. We had a plus-three ticket in our pocket that two at the end, we uh, we avoided the hassle of having to go get our money back. Uh, not much of a hassle. I would have much preferred it. But, hey, that's the positive. See, now we don't have to worry about cashing. And, and we could have had a nice push. We could have had a nice lesson about how important it is to get a three versus a two and a half, but it doesn't matter. And we talked about that last week. It's worth saying again, guys. Three is the most key number in the NFL. If a line is around three, the favorite wins by exactly three, nearly 10% of the time. This is one. It would have really mattered. It was one play away. Fez, you had this as your early best bet. We lost. Now we're three and one in our super contest gold. Right? If we go in tonight, 
is pick number five. Hint, hint, my best bet coming up at the end of the hour. But I think we got to take away to the matchup. One of the things, you know, listen, you got to keep trying to learn as a batter. What's your strengths? How do you emphasize those? What's your weaknesses? How do you either compensate or avoid? Compensate means account for, figure a way to handicap better in that area, find an expert that can help, et cetera. Or avoid is in, hey, I'm not good at NFL totals, hypothetically. I'm not going to play NFL totals. I'm going to avoid them. I think matchups, whereas we got a really good rush or a defense that puts pressure on the quarterback, the Bears. We got Minnesota, weakness this season, O-line. We didn't account for that enough. We didn't, and... The eye test, as you were watching the game, Kirk Cousins was rattled the whole game. You could tell that he was not comfortable. He was felt like he was about to get hit. And his play was compromised all game long because of the line deficiency. No doubt. And Cousins actually has some of the best stats under pressure, but not that much pressure. And the one pick six really ultimately swung the whole game. Though you don't know if the backdoor touchdowns would have happened otherwise. But, boy, you take that pick six away... We're looking okay. And again, at three, I think we were okay. Even though it didn't win, we had a decent side. A two and a half was just playing wrong. By the way, this was a rare loser on your early bird best bet. The line, though, was exactly the same as you projected. So that's a push, too. So, so far on Tuesdays, we'll have another one tomorrow. Your line move predictions, six, one, and one. This is the first push. And the games themselves, five winners, Two losers, one push, but we did lose that one. Uh, Last thing I'll say, and I mentioned it, the Bears, the public's been on them much more than the wise guys. The public was right, and I get the whole thing, Vegas is awesome, and I love that because I'm, my career is around Vegas, right? I want Vegas to be totally respected, but you got to be realistic. Vegas is going to be right more than anybody else. But we're wrong a lot. And if you don't accept that, then you just have expectations that's going to get you in big trouble. And the analytics guys were ahead of Vegas too. The fans liked the Bears because of Mac and all the excitement with that defense. And Nagy and that offense, it looked schemed up. But DVOA... From Football Outsiders, for example, is an analytic metric. Very high on the Bears. What, Fed's fourth best team entering this week? Yes. Better than Minnesota. Better than Minnesota. Much better than Minnesota. But you took plus two and a half <laughs> with Minnesota. Trusted my numbers. Well, I, let's just say this. Long term, that's a pretty good bet, Fez. When we come back, two things. One, a quick thought about how to bet LeBron James. Then, the biggest takeaway, Vegas style, on at every NFL game. That's coming up next here on Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance, creators of the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for you. Visit Progressive.com today. 
I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will have a full recap of every game in the NFL from Sunday. Every weekday, we bring Vegas and all the fun of Vegas straight to you. Right now on the Strip, 65 degrees, and the neon is gushing. RJ, we're going to start quickly here in the NBA because we want to talk LeBron. So the Lakers beat the Heat 113-97 on Sunday night thanks to a 51-point performance by LeBron James. RJ, you put this out on video on your Twitter account, at RJ in Vegas. How do you handicap LeBron James? Well, I tell you, we sound uh, prescient, might be the right word, predictive. You know, sometimes, occasionally, we get a, you might call it a premonition. Do you know how some people get premonitions? I'm one of them. And what we said was, (laughs) it's all about LeBron's effort level. It's really not about the team's effort level. The Lakers, imagine a scenario. Imagine. I don't think anyone has an imagination that can accomplish this. That LeBron's playing super hard, but Lonzo's not playing hard, right? Or Ingram, or whom, or Luke Walton, coaching <laughs> hard. LeBron is going to be the bellwether. He's going to be the guide. Now, are we going to be able to perfectly handicap when LeBron's motivated when he's not? No. But, boy, maybe there's a third of games in the middle we're not sure about. But the third at the bottom of the motivational spectrum, we can be pretty sure of. The third at the top, we can be pretty sure of. And we had one example of each recently. A game against Orlando. All right, what does that mean? Well, about as little as any NBA game can mean, and I get it, They're getting paid millions. They should play hard every game. Yeah, okay, fine. My dad was a coal miner. I get it. There's a lot of hardworking people, and it's crazy they're getting paid millions and not playing hard. It's the reality. So we got to live with that. A batter can't talk about what should be. A batter has to talk about what is. And what is is that LeBron didn't play hard against Orlando And they lost against the spread, the Lakers, by 17 points. Spread his expectations. Lakers fell short by 17. Against Miami, huh, I wonder, oh, his former team, Lakers, LeBron puts up a monster, and the Lakers cover the spread by 16. Boy, that is beautiful, symmetrical bookends to the concept If you're betting on the Lakers, your first handicap needs to be how hard is LeBron going to play? We're going to have our full recap in the NFL coming up here in just a moment. We do want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance, extra money in your pocket. It may just be the most rewarding to do you do today. We talked about Sunday night football, the Bears beating the Vikings already. If you miss any of that, you can catch the podcast afterwards on FoxSportsRadio.com. Now, though, it's time for all the rest, and we start in Detroit, where the Lions get a 20-19 win over the Carolina Panthers. The debate amongst the Sabermetric guys, Fez, how important are running backs? 
how interchangeable our running backs. I think with the Lions, we found a running back that is important. Yes, carry on Johnson, the rookie running back, has been averaging over five yards per rush. That's great. He's made all the difference. His backup has been awful so far. Carry on Johnson got injured. Probably is going to miss Thursday's game. And his backup, how many yards per carry? Blount, 2.3 yards per carry. Ooh, so like like a, less than half. Three yards worse, yes. That ain't good. The Cowboys go to Atlanta and beat the Falcons 22-19. All right, Fez, let's be honest. You, you have a lot of heart. A lot of love to give. Maybe, I'm not saying this is true, maybe it's repressed love from your teenage years. <laughs> Could be. Bubbling up. <laughs> I mean, we know your feelings. We got it on tape about Jimmy G. I love Jimmy G. But Sean Lee, for the Cowboys, a lot of love. I mean, Fez got so much respect. Think about it, two super contests. But then he says things like, Sean Lee's worth, what have you said, 11 points a game at various times? <laughs> It's been extreme. He, well, he's you've very a- good with the play calling. You've, yeah, you've actually reevaluated. And for those that don't know, because let's be candid, it could be reasonable you're listening straight out of Vegas and you don't even know who Sean Lee is. Linebacker, Cowboys. <laughs> you've reevaluated. Yeah, Dallas has a rookie middle linebacker, Van Der Esch, and he's playing out of his mind well. What's his name? Van Der Esch. Van Der Esch. Did you practice that? Boise State. All right. But so in your mind, Van Der Esch is as good as Lee or just mitigates that value to such a degree it's not a huge factor? How Could they both be on the field at the same time? No, he mitigates it. Interesting. So the love for Sean Lee, over. And there's only Jimmy G in your heart. Yes. Well, you forgot about Fred Van Fleet, but that's another story. Uh, (laughs) That's NBA stuff. Okay, next year on Straight Out of Vegas, we go to Baltimore where the Ravens, starting Lamar Jackson, get a 24-21 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, still didn't cover. Where'd this game close, Fess? Closed at six and a half, Baltimore Lane. With Lamar Jackson, I actually would have liked Baltimore. I didn't play it. And here's why. John Harbaugh's a winner. Let's give him credit. I'm not a huge fan of the Harbaugh family as a Steelers fan and a grad of The Ohio State University. Think about it. You can't hate a coaching family more, Michigan, Baltimore. But they came up with a game plan to win the game, and they did. I don't believe it's sustainable. I don't think anyone, especially someone that's not Cam Newton's size, can run this much in the NFL. So it's one of those, will they do it again? I don't think Harbaugh's dumb. I think he's smart. I think you're going to see them come out like they did and run a ton last week or this most recent Sunday. I think next week you probably see something very different. But if you don't, if you see him running that much, Lamar Jackson, I'm worried about his health because here's what we know. Running in the NFL for a quarterback is super effective. It's a numbers game. You can't defend a running quarterback, but the theory is a quarterback can't run for long periods of time without getting injured. And, Brad, we got some numbers about just how much he ran. Yeah, so even when you take out Lamar Jackson's kneel downs at the end of the game, Lamar Jackson had more rush attempts than any NFL quarterback in any game since 1960. Wowza. The Saints blow out the Eagles 48-7. to The Saints have covered eight straight games. In the last 30 years, that's happened about 15 times. Same season now, because really teams between seasons aren't the same team in theory. But the idea that the Saints are on 
an against-the-spread run that only happens once every two seasons. Very impressive. More impressive, I think, than people realize. By the way, just quickly, Jonas is right. We did cover Chicago, but it is fascinating. Right now, to win the NFC North, Green Bay is minus two, or check that, not Green Bay, Chicago minus 225. And then you've got Minnesota plus 275, Green Bay eight to one. So the Bears, not only for real, big favorites to win their division. The Colts beat the Titans 38 to 10. Fez, everyone's talking about it now, and rightfully so. Andrew Luck is not getting sacked. What's it, five straight games? Five straight. The most of any quarterback since, I think it was Mark Rippon in the early 90s. So, Andrew Luck, I don't, you know, we can debate entering the year we could have his health and how good he was. Right now, we've got at minimum a top 10 talented quarterback. He could be much better. But even the skeptic's going to say that, that he's getting time to throw. And in 2018 NFL, that means a ton of success on the offensive side. Yeah, the buy sign is blinking. Got his left tackle back middle of October. Hasn't been sacked since. Go, Jonas, go. The Texans beat the Redskins 23-21. Fez, I mean, this is, and I do Houston radio for years. I'm a fan of Texas. I like the state. I got a lot of friends down there. But this Texans team, unequivocally, if you look at their record and look at the truth of the team, the luckiest team in the NFL. Yeah, seven straight wins. Five of those seven, RJ, literally came down to late in the fourth quarter, and they won all five of them. So literally came down to late in the fourth quarter. So you're saying they could have went either way. Coin flips. A coin flip. So think about that. Five times in this seven-game win streak, it was a coin flip. And I don't mean 75-25 flips. If anything, I would make the case in more times than not, they were below the Texans 50% late in the game. Yes. And they're 5-0. and Running good. That, that's just very unlikely to happen, and it's by definition a sign of an overrated team. The Giants get their first win at home, beating the Buccaneers 38-35. And this is pretty amazing with the Giants. The Giants were plus four in turnovers. Now, in the last 30 years in the NFL, teams that are plus four in turnovers win the game 96% of the time. They cover the spread 96% of the time. Teams that are plus four. Giants, the spread closed at three, thus they pushed. Now, Tampa Bay was the opponent. Tampa Bay, a couple games ago, were minus four in turnovers against Cincinnati, and they covered the spread. So think about this. It's a 1 in 25 shot to cover a spread if you're minus 4. And in 4 weeks Tampa Bay did it once against Cincinnati and they pushed in this game. So the idea that the last two times you're minus 4 in turnovers that you have one ATS win and one push is almost hard to imagine and it tells you Strongly, it tells you that Tampa Bay, if we assume the turnovers are bad luck, which he mostly are in the NFL, is much better than the record. Though, with Winston coming back, boy, maybe the turnovers aren't just bad luck. The Broncos upset the Chargers 23-22. Fez, I'm just going to give you 
15 seconds to make excuses about you and the best bet on the Chargers. Go. Well, the Chargers were minus two in turnovers and dominated most of that game. But you know what, RJ? My number one takeaway here, the Chargers are just not to be trusted in a very close game. They've had so few of them, they gave this game away. And why not trusted? Because, in our opinion, a bottom-of-the-league type head coach with the Chargers, and this is a Chargers team that struggled in close games. The Raiders win in the desert. They beat the Cardinals 23-21. This is simple. Anyone spending time talking about NFL teams tanking are wasting your time. NFL teams can have flat weeks, but I promise you, over an extended portion of the season, these guys want to win. Their careers literally are on the line, and we saw in this game, both teams played hard. And the Steelers come back to beat the Jaguars 20-16 to in Jacksonville. This is an example. There's a famous line in Mad Men. I'm a big fan of Mad Men where Don Draper was supposed to go golfing. He forgot. And he goes, oh, I'll just rent clubs and play in my, I'll put my tie over, you know, take off my tie. And the guy goes, and Don was a, you know, great looking guy and he always got his way. And he goes, oh, they're going to love that. Like, even when Don messes up, he's so cool. He makes it work. And that's how the Steelers are. They love this. They love that they came in flat like we predicted. And they still won. Think of the thrill they got as a team coming. They're so talented. It's like, oh, okay. The SAT starts at 8. I'll show up at 9 and still get a 1,400. That's how the Steelers approach things. And to me, it's what prevents them from being a top, 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 top team. But boy, you might say, how in the heck could the Steelers not play hard against Jacksonville with double revenge? We saw it. And we also saw why the Steelers tend to be thrilled by being behind. Because when they do come back, everyone gets so excited. And it kind of feeds upon itself. Pittsburgh, as a team, you got to focus on their motivation as much as any team in the NFL because it ebbs and flows for Pittsburgh, that motivation, as much as any team in the NFL. In just a minute, we're going to break down the biggest stories in college football. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Dan Beyer. Breaking news in Major League Baseball as the Yankees have made it official, acquiring pitcher James Paxton from the Seattle Mariners in exchange for three players. In college basketball, it was number eight Auburn topping Xavier earlier today in the Maui Invitational, 88-79 to in overtime. Well, right now, top-ranked Duke is at the half. Barrett going to put the offense in motion at six, and by the offense, I mean him. Four to the left corner, reddish for three, swirls home, and and Duke leads by 19 at halftime. On the Blue Devil IMG Sports Network, yes, Duke on top of San Diego State right now. Actually, 49-32. It's a 17-point edge for the Blue Devils in that affair. In the NFL, Chiefs-Rams, obviously, tonight, 8-15 Eastern time. The NFL did announce today that the league will play a regular season game in Mexico City at Azteca Stadium in 2019. That's where tonight's game was supposed to be played. Buccaneers are going to start Jameis Winston in Week 12. Well, Packers tonight, Jimmy Graham plans to play through his injured thumb as Green Bay has Minnesota coming up next week. Finally in the NBA, no Victor Oladipo tonight for the Pacers out against the Jazz because of a knee injury. Back to you.
Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, it is a special pick segment on Monday Night Football between the Rams and the Chiefs. We'll hear from the guys in Las Vegas coming up again in 10 minutes from now. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. And I've got a best bet on tonight's game, and we've been killing it on Monday night. Thanks, Jonas. All right, Brad, we got like three and a half minutes here of raw college football knowledge. You got all the college knowledge. One, Bama, first time they lost in the first half. (laughs) The entire year against the first half spread. How worried are you? How have you downgraded Alabama? Slight downgrade for the Crimson Tide after that. And let's talk about the first half. Alabama came into this game 10-0 in the first half. And Alabama, RJ, was a 42-point favorite in the first half. 53 for the game, 42 in the first half alone. That number got way out of line. Uh, the fact that it was 10-10 at halftime, there's no other way other than to downgrade Alabama after that flat performance. I disagree. Really? I think that there's no way that had anything to do about the intrinsic nature of Bama, how good they really are. had nothing to do with it. had to do with their motivation. And they're never going to, Bama, not be motivated in a game that matters. In fact, they pretty much only got games that matter left. Auburn, right? Yep. SEC championship? Playoffs. Playoffs. So if you say, oh, like the Steelers, they can ebb and flow, well, that's it. There's no more ebbing and flow, and it's all high back. And if anything, and others have said this, give Saban an excuse to crack the whip because mm. now it's not, oh, you guys are almost perfect. How in the heck could you be tied against those guys? I think it actually improves, obviously, a disappointing performance. I think it improves Alabama's chance to win the title because anything negative shown in that game won't be applicable in any other game. Yeah, and, and let's also d- take notice that the Citadel runs the option, something Alabama's not going to face again this season. Clemson, we uncovered this at pregame.com. I love this one. Hasn't allowed a touchdown in a meaningful situation since September. We defined this, and up on my Twitter, at RJ in Vegas, we actually listed every game. And when the touchdowns happened, there hasn't been a touchdown allowed defensively by Clemson since September in any game in which the score was closer than 31 points. So when Clemson gets up 31, you might get a touchdown. Otherwise, no soup for you. Thoughts? And let's think about this. Coming into the season, the narrative was Clemson had the most talented defensive line, not just this year in college football, arguably in college football history. That narrative's kind of been lost from the dominance of Alabama. Those still four players starting up front for that Clemson defense could go in the first two rounds of the NFL draft. Clemson's mighty good. I mean, Fez, if I would have said Clemson won't give up a defensive touchdown anytime unless they're winning by 31 or more since September, what kind of odds would you have given me? Lay 300 to make a dollar. Hey, 300 to make a dollar. I think one touchdown, RJ. Come on. 
No, I'm saying the idea that the odds were like 10 or 20 to 1 against that. You're saying the odds are like 25% that would happen? No, I'm saying 300. I'm saying it's like it's, oh, three. it's so unlikely. Oh, I thought you meant minus 300. No, I'm talking about bet $300 to make $1. Wow, now that shows yeah. you. We're talking about less than 1%. Yes. I mean, so impressive. And this has been against fairly decent teams. It's not like horrible teams. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. few more in college football. We're recapping the big weekend takeaways. Notre Dame looked dominant. Brad, you had Syracuse. What did you have wrong? (laughs) Well, uh, I underrated the Notre Dame defense. My question mark was, hey, Notre Dame's defense been consistently good all season, but they haven't. Notre Dame's defense played a top 10 offense all year long. They faced one in Syracuse, and Syracuse... Did not score a single point until 10 seconds were left in the game when they decided to kick a field goal. Dominant performance by Notre Dame's defense. Now, they did lose their starting quarterback. How much did that matter? Is that an excuse? It's a little excuse. It wouldn't have mattered. Notre Dame still would have won the game. by. They would And not only would have won the game, Notre Dame still would have covered the spread. When we come back, we're talking Monday Night Football. But first, and I got a best bet, best bet of the week. But first, I do want to talk about a theory I have on Ohio State, Michigan, and how Urban Meyer, he may have a big influence on this game that isn't obvious. That's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted, and it's money-making time right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will have a best bet from R.J. Bell on Monday Night Football. But first, one last thing in college football. Full disclosure, I am a graduate of the Ohio State University, and I personally don't like the Harbaugh's. I don't know them, right? I've heard rumors. He smells. But... The reality is I need to remain objective when it comes to my pocketbook. I have a theory, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Urban Meyer, rumor is, Colin Cowherd on The Herd was talking about it. This is the last season. We don't know for sure, but in my experience, when Colin says, I've got a source on something, make a bet on it. He's pretty good at that. He's not one to make that up. If that's the case... And this is Urban perceived to be by the team, Urban Meyer's last season. Every one of these players, everyone on the Buckeyes recruited by Urban Meyer, they chose to come to Ohio State. Now, maybe it's been perfect, maybe it hasn't for each of them, but they got good feelings generally for Coach Meyer. If this is his last season, does that even increase the motivation, the energy level, the focus of the Buckeyes against Michigan? Because quite frankly, a lot of people might say, oh, it's Michigan. They're going to be motivated anyway. I agree, but I also think these Buckeye players are so highly recruited that they've been at the top of every league, every game they've ever been in. They've been the best. And often with players like that where us normal non-Superman type athletes would say, oh, my God, would I be so psyched? For them, it's ah, just another game. Or, yeah, maybe it's not just another game, but it isn't that, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to dive into glass to win it. I think Urban Meyer likely, possibly, 
leaving after this season increases the sense of mission that the Buckeyes have against Michigan. What do you think? Yeah, and that's the key word, mission, for, for Ohio State. Not only to win one against your rival, but still everything out there in front of Ohio State still have playoff aspirations. I can tell you this, hey, they can't turn it up another notch. I can tell you when Ohio State has turned up the level another notch, when they're in the underdog role. Not only 5-0 and against the number as a dog under Urban Meyer, won all five games outright as a dog. Buckeye's a dog at home this week. First time Urban Meyer has been a home underdog. Never at Ohio State. Never at Florida. Mm. Last time was at Utah, I think, in 2003. Straight out of Vegas brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All right, we go to Monday Night Football, the game of the week. We're right now on pregame.com. The Rams are a three-point favorite over the Chiefs at home, and the over-under, the point total, has actually bumped up a half a point, now sitting at 63 and a half. RJ, since this is such a historic point total, would you bet against the over, seeing as we've never seen this before from a betting standpoint? You know, Jonas, I think your instincts are right, but not in this situation. Your instincts are, hey, if a total is really high, the public tends to overreact, it's probably too high. And vice versa. If it's really low, it's probably too low. But if you look at the history, there's been 14 totals in the last 30 years 58 or higher. 11 went over, 3 went under. And we talk about this in college all the time. Sometimes with really good offenses, 2 plus 2 equals 5. That There's an amplification effect because the pace of play is just so fast. It's hard to calculate how many possessions these teams are going to have. So I don't love the under just to be contrarian here. History says no. I do think it's important to realize the change of venue, one of the biggest elements of this handicap, it was supposed to be in Mexico City. And Fez, this is going to be the rarest case you ever see, which is the home team, the Rams, are going to actually have traveled more in the week before the game. Yeah, so the Rams were getting acclimated to the altitude on Monday. They flew out to Colorado, spent the week in... So the the theory was, we're playing in Mexico City, there's altitude, let's go to... Colorado and get used to the altitude. Correct. And then Tuesday night, they'd been there a day. They found out, hey, the game is actually going to be back in L.A. They decide to stay in Colorado through Saturday. I think, RJ, this is a mistake. Well, it's not a mistake. It was just circumstances changed, and I think it's a negative for the Rams. It's the rarest case. Again, the road team will travel less in the week before the game. By the way, the Rams last six games prior, four road games out of six, KC's three of four at home. KC has the big rest advantage. The line moved from two and a half to three and a half when the venue changed. A lot of people might say, RJ, you always say three, or I'm sorry, you always say home field's worth three points. Why did it only move one? Well, it's through that key number of three. And it's really commensurate with going from two and a half to three and a half as the Rams became the home team. It's really commensurate with being favored between, let's say, 10.5 and, and 13.5, and which is the typical three points. My best bet, I am, and we have this in the Super Contest, going with Kansas City, going with the dog here. Obviously, like it better in 3.5. This is a rare case. I still think there's value at plus three, and here's the key. Kansas City, its defense has improved significantly, only averaging giving up 17 points last four games. That's not the perception RJ Bell, best bet, 
Kansas City plus three. The Odd Couple comes up next here on FSR. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.